Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Art of Thriving podcast with Matt and Jody. I'm Matt. <laughs> and I'm Jody. Happy December. Yep. Happy December. Hi, everybody. Can't believe we're already in December. Welcome to our office. It's freezing in our office today because it's December, winter yes, time. I hate winter. And our office doesn't get good uh, ventilation. Is that the word I'm looking for? <laughs> it doesn't so have we have any a little insulation. space heater. We have a little space heater that warms us up, but we turn it off during the podcast because otherwise you'd hear a hum in the background, which would be annoying. What's more annoying is that I'm freezing. We also currently only have one mic, so we lean in very close. <laughs> Maybe we should take a photo and share it. Anyway, <laughs> we are so happy to be back. Season three, episode three or four. I don't remember. We're doing all right. I don't know. Oh, you're taking a picture Look, right Let's now? take a selfie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be in the show notes, people. For all you listeners out there. Thousands and thousands of listeners out there. Because everyone should see how ridiculous we are. Uh, again, what's this podcast about? That's well... Hopefully, <laughs> thriving. It's not a science. It is an art. It's an art and of thriving. And life is complex and full and busy. And there's all kinds of what I like to call nuance to that's life. That's right. There's a whole... It's my favorite word, nuance. A lot of gray. Murky and gray. So our goal life. is to help you thrive. Give you some tips and direction and things to think about as you thrive. And mostly just learn from our mistakes along the way. Yeah. That sounds about right. And this is how we process and take stock. And we pause. We use this podcast to pause and think about our life. Yes. It's good for us to do that. Most of the time. (laughs) Only leads to arguments some of the time. Um, Okay. So we always start. Well, at least for now, we always start with a little update on life. How are you? That's right. Well... We have a Christmas tree and lights. We do have a Christmas tree. And that makes me happy. We have Christmas kittens. If you've been following the Art of Thriving podcast, we had to get kittens <laughs> to thrive, apparently. We did. And most of the time they make me thrive oh gosh, right now. Nuts. Except that they're chewing on our Christmas lights. We currently don't have any ornaments on our tree so as not to um, lose them because of the kittens. So, oh, you know, guys. they're kind of like troublesome toddlers at the moment. That's the stage that they're in, but they're so cute and cuddly also. Yeah, most of the time until they scratch you. <laughs> or the furniture. Yeah, or the furniture or the walls. Our one cat, like, jumps up the walls. It, it is does. the weirdest I've thing. I've never seen a cat do this. It's not the smartest tool He's in the shed. slightly smartest neurotic. <laughs> Sharpest tool in the shed. Let's get speaking that. Speaking of. <laughs> speaking of. Sharp tools. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, man, that was a Moving good one. On. Moving on, people. <laughs> and I did my fatherly duty this year and hung up Christmas lights outside. It's and a big let, step for me. Let me just say that nagging works <laughs> <laughs> because I really wanted Christmas lights, and all the neighbors around us do it, and most of them don't even have kids. It. And I was like, look, look yeah, at the they neighbors. they don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key. They don't have kids, so they have the energy so to put up have lights. Energy and time and patience <laughs> to put up Christmas lights. Oh my gosh, it just clicked. That's why they do it. Okay, oh. well, let me just say it's bringing me joy. He even went and bought a wreath with lights, okay, you guys. Then, it was oh, you guys. amazing. It's so amazing. I'm, Merry Christmas I'm to me. I'm frugal. Some might call it cheap. <laughs> but I've spent more money on a Chris, stinking Christmas tree this year and a wreath than in my whole 
probably life combined on Christmas <laughs> ornaments and stuff like that. Decorations. Oh, but it's so beautiful. But it's Christmas. It's Advent. I actually really do like Advent. And we've talked about this before. Is I, I never knew what Advent really was until about six years ago. So I miss that memo in evangelical world growing up. Yep. And um, it's wonderful. So it's been great. It's a great time for us to kind of slow down and pause and reflect. So we have some stuff. I think there's a podcast about that, actually, we did maybe a couple of years ago. So refer to that. <laughs> With our favorite Advent book, and oh, I tell yeah. everyone about it. Yep. It's so, beautiful. It's simple. It's quick. It's called The Advent Book. Yes. .com, I think, is where you Look find it. Look it up. The Advent book. It's com, absolutely worth investing in. Okay. Christmas lights are up. Kittens are scratching things. Um, what about, oh, Isaac started basketball. We've, we've transitioned sports. We're into basketball. And a new sport And a that. new sport. Yeah, he's never played before. He's had about four practices now in a jamboree. His team's pretty good, actually, for that age. So that yeah. is super fun. Great coaches. Um, um, let me just say I'm way more impressed than the soccer season. Um, <laughs> soccer and season was, was a struggle. That's probably because of the coaching. Uh, but listen, it's inside, people. I'm not standing outside freezing my boohine off. And I, I can get on board with this sport because of it. How do you spell boohine? I don't know. <laughs> Just wondering. Oh, <laughs> uh, goodness. you want. Yeah, so I, I'm actually super excited for him to try basketball. He's got a good team that's learning the fundamentals, and he just is more of a natural at this, so it'll be interesting to see if he likes it even. He seems it, to love it. Yeah, he seems to love it. He's so optimistic and doesn't even, like, isn't aware of anything wrong that he does. So maybe that's good. Um, but he's learning. That can be a strength. Taught him how to do a layup the other day, and he picked it up really quickly, which is actually kind of hard at eight years old. So it's interesting. But good team, fun people. i got to move this away. It's making things click. Sorry. Uh, scoli- we're still battling scoliosis. Our daughter's doing great, but we do head down to California this... In a week. In a week for mm-hmm. our... Nine month checkup, is that right? Yep, nine months. Yeah, nine long and months. It's been a slog. I was we we're doing a little evaluation, which we'll talk about this in a minute. But uh, I think the therapy and the amount of time that we've had to put into this has been hard. Yep. I don't heavy hard. I, it's not like she's not dying, but it is. It's also been very serious. Um, and I don't know what else I want to share about that. Yeah, it just takes a lot of physical and emotional and financial energy. Yeah, it just takes a lot of energy all around, emotional, physical, financial. And knowing yeah. that we don't know when, when the end is, it feels long and hard. So. But at the same time, it's been really fruitful, and you've seen like, good things come from it, and Jenna's working her tail off. I just hope she isn't doesn't hate us in the future for ruining her childhood, so... It's mixed. Yeah, you know. It's one of those things. You do what you know at the time, and this is, we're moving ahead with it. So she is out of surgery range, which I think we reported on that, but we'll see at this checkup where she's at and make plans for the future. Yep. Okay. Uh, anything else? Nope. That sounds like about it for family update. Okay. We're working hard, busy Christmas, and it's the end of the year. So let's talk about this. This is our focus on this podcast is how we end our year and do a little evaluation and planning. And I love it. <laughs> I can spend so much time thinking and processing. Let's let's just um, talk about what your, um, what's it called? The 
I so can't even think of the strength, name of it. The Strengths Finders. Finders. <laughs> but just tell us the so, name of it. Because <laughs> it, it cracks me so up. So there's this assessment out there that is supposed to find your top strengths and identifies your top five. And I did it and identifies my top five. But then there's this additional kind of um, add-on uh, analysis of it that looks at where what types of strengths those are and it and it gives you a word of like who you are and like to demonstrate what <laughs> your strengths are. So mine are broken up into um, like half of them or like two thirds of them are all about thinking, intellectual thinking. And um, the other two are like ideas. Uh, or uh, is that right? I don't know. Just tell us the remember. name, okay? Anyway the <laughs> the name Get is the Thought Rocket. <laughs> Like a thought rocket, and I'm not sure why that's funny. There's something <laughs> inappropriate about it. <laughs> that makes Jody's me laugh all the time. The idea is that you take. Um, I have a good, good handle on being able to sort through everything, come up with the right ideas, and then begin to act on them. Yes, that is which not is my why strength. I love evaluation and planning. But Matt loves it for the and, most part. Yeah. Well, I value it because of what it produces. And I know that I should do it, but oh my gosh, it literally makes me want to curl up under a blanket and nap. Not, it doesn't energize me. It's so hard for me, but we do that. it because it's good for us, we right? we love each other. <laughs> and I love him. No, it's been funny because I've actually done it in the last like four or five years and kept notes. So I can actually look back at uh, what was going on at that time. So it's actually really kind of cool to see. It is. So what are... Goals. Those sort of things. What are some of the questions that we always ask? Okay. So I read a book. It always starts with me reading books, <laughs> us reading books. But one of them is related to this book called The Five Capitals. And I don't remember the name of who wrote that. But uh, it's the, the idea behind it is that you have capital, as in not capitals of states, but capital, like um, resources that you invest. And so everybody has these. And um, there's, so the five of them are spiritual, relational, physical, intellectual, and financial. So you have these areas of your life or resources that you have, and are you investing them well? And are you, um, yeah, are you thriving in those areas? Where do you need to grow? Where are you stuck in those areas? Those types of things. So it kind of takes stock of those in our life. Spiritual, do you want me to run through them? Or? Yeah. Okay. So give us the rundown. Um, okay, the rundown. <laughs> uh, so the idea is that, yeah, you steward these and you invest them and, uh, and hopefully grow them just like an investment. Um, and you and, can't be at a 10 in every single one of them. No. I will say that. There are certain right. years or seasons or whatever where yep. you may be focusing on one area more than another. Right, You're so being that's, very part, intentional. that's part of the process is discerning where you need to focus <laughs> on certain ones, or where you need to in, invest or leverage certain ones for another, uh, another one. Um, but the idea is that you leverage these to grow additional capital in all those areas, and it's just you know obviously this is from a faith sort of background, but it's the idea that Jesus invested his life in all these areas, and invest in things that matter. So it helps you prioritize and discern where your um, yeah, where, yeah, where you need growth, and right? With and just be very intentional in how you go about life yeah. because life is going to happen, and if we're not intentional with it, it just slips by. Yeah. So, so the way the book is written too, these are actually hierarchical, hierarchical, 
Is that the word? <laughs> there you go. Is that how you pronounce it? So in order of importance, they are spiritual, relational, physical, intellectual, and financial. Um, so spiritual is is the spiritual formation of you. Are you um, are you investing in yeah your growth as a spiritual being and in our world as followers of Jesus? Um, because and this is primary because out of it flows uh, resources for everything else. It is the foundation of what everything else is built on. Next is relational, and that is the idea of being known and connected to others, um, whether it's your work, church, neighborhood, whatever. And are you being a resource or a valuable human being for those people that are in your world? Are you bringing life into into their lives, into their world? Um, are you bringing value? Um, yeah, do you care about people, bottom line? Uh, physical, um, at first I thought this was just eat how, what are you eating? Are you working out? That sort of thing, which I'm not. So I scored lower on this one. But it's also... <laughs> I um, am. I would just like to say this is really important abs. to me. <laughs> shredded abs. Um, so, but it's also your emotions. It's also your time, your schedule, um, and all of those things put together. So your physical well-being. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, intellectual is the idea of growing your wisdom <laughs> so much wisdom. So I have so much, much wisdom. wisdom. And I have a head full of wisdom. <laughs> the gray wisdom is really prominent in my life. Uh, and this would be like from extra biblical sources. Um, extra biblical sources or extra? <laughs> extra. <laughs> anyway, I need some more wisdom. So it's the idea of learning, uh, growing in intellectual capital. Um, and the... One guy said it like this, growing in our ability to bring solutions to bear on the problems around us. Yeah, so it's just growing in understanding of things around us. And then the lastly is financial, which is lowest on the totem pole. Um, and I would say is probably enhanced by every other capital that precedes it. And so our goal is to multiply it and invest it in the other capitals. Yep. Sound good? Okay. So those are the five that we ask questions about and we kind of just rate ourselves and it's subjective for sure but just to get a handle on how we're doing are we investing in it do we do we need to invest more in it or do we need to leverage it for another capital that sort of thing but it helps us create priorities helps us to know how to kind of trade up where we need to invest our finances into something relational or whatnot that sort of thing for example if we have a night out as a date or just as a family or something um, I don't always think about this, but sometimes I do think about how to invest in how to invest some of the capital that we have, whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial. You know, can we trade in financial to go do something relational with my kids or something like that? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because there's always a trade-off in yeah. everything we do. Okay, so let's get real right now. Okay, but first, I, oh, wow. well, let's let's talk about the questions that we go through because yeah, those are the five areas that we look at. Okay, but so what are some of those questions specifically? If I were going to start looking through those, you mean well, these ones? Well, those, but also there's a couple that I would add to that. So I always start with what's going well or what's working well. Yeah. Um, and then oh, with, with each of these, with each of those. Yeah. Okay. And then what do I need to stop doing? Yeah. 
Yeah. Because before we can reevaluate and add anything, we we cannot just keep continue to add. I have to stop doing certain things or look back and think that is not working and I need to stop doing that. Yep. Yep. Whatever that might be. Yep. So these capitals kind of frame kind of current reality, but then we just kind of take stock of where we're at and it's what are we um what do we need to stop doing? We actually actually have asked started asking you this question too, like what is energizing you? What what is energizing you? What is draining you? And then what do you need to stop doing? Mm-hmm. Um, that's connected to draining for sure. Um, and then what do you need and what are your unique abilities? And it's just to get a sense of where we're at, what do we need, what are we excited about, what do we need to stop doing? Because um, we can't just continue to add things to our right. schedule, lives, all those mm-hmm. things. Yeah, yep. that's all I have to say about that. Okay, so can we do a little live test run here? Oh, no. What are we going to talk you? about? Uh, no, I don't want to be the subject. So what, do you, what do you think, the when you talk about those five <clears throat> capitals, what do you think God is leading you to work on right now? What, which areas do you think you need to focus on right now? Um, well, for me, I mean, a couple that, well, one that we've been focusing on because of our new businesses and our just our life circumstances and the needs that we have. Financial has been one of them that we're trying to really work on and me personally in my business and even be more disciplined in that. Mm-hmm. I um, just like to give and give lots of gifts and spend money on business expenses that Anyways, apparently my um, partner over here says I need to work on some discipline in that area. So financial is one of them. So it's, so it's funny, but it's attention, right? So generosity, but also stewardship. And all, uh, those things aren't like mutually exclusive, but there's all these like conversations that you have to have. Like to grow your business, you have to make some wise right. business decisions. Right. Um, but also like it's, sometimes it's okay to maybe give a little bit more because you value the relational connection along right. the way so it's um and you're energized like for you you're energized by giving gifts and caring for people those types of things so sometimes it's okay yes <laughs> yeah other times we need to take other stock time. of our budget and be wise about that yes so. so i'm growing i'm trying to grow that's a growth area for me and um probably i'm trying to grow more in relational and spiritual areas at the moment. Those are things this year in some ways have been a struggle. So I'm trying to get those back in a good spot. Yep. So even like real practically that could look like leveraging like the physical time that you have, your calendar, the free time to make the effort to engage with people, life-giving relationships. Right. Being really intentional. Yeah. yeah, And scheduling Mm -hmm. it in. Yep. Totally. Or paying for a women's time or something right. at your church or whatever, make, investing the money into that and yep. time. Yep. Totally. Solid. Okay. I, I do want to get to this and you refer to it, but what do you think is energizing you and what is draining you this year? Um, what energizes oh, you? What gives man. you life? What, what fills your cup? Life? At the end of the day, maybe you're tired, but it's like a good tired. Yeah. I I love watching other people grow and get healthy, and that could be in the spiritual realm, physical realm, 
financial realm, all of these things actually like it energizes me to see people take steps in the right direction and to help them in that process. Like that energizes me and leading my team and watching people succeed and flourish like totally brings me energy. But it's like the, the relational connection so that they, yes, you get the interaction with them. So you see it and from up close. Yep. Whether it's one-on-one or small group or something. Yep. That type of interaction that gives you life. definitely brings yep. me life. Yep. What drains you? Oh, finances. <laughs> Looking at spreadsheets. <laughs> Looking at spreadsheets. Having to plan. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The little details like that. I just, mm, yeah. they drain me. Yep. yep. It feels tedious. Yeah. I like the relational side of things. I need an assistant. Who will do those things? You have Siri. She'll be your assistant. <laughs> Alexa. No, I don't want Alexa. I don't want Alexa in my house. This is a conversation for another day. Creeps me out. Yeah, we'll talk about technology later. Technology. Uh, technology can drain me. But the, So the whole idea with those questions is to get a sense of what do you love, what, do you, what drains you, and then begin to orient your right. life a little more around the things or outsource to the things that you don't. And for us as a married couple, too, to like understand one another. Especially because we're working a lot together and we have this business together as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. So what energizes you? Um, (laughs) Thinking, standing in front of a whiteboard and thinking about the year and projections and trimming expenses. So we make a good team, don't we? We make a great team because that kind of stuff makes me want to crawl under the desk right now. Building procedures and (laughs) streamlining operations. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so glad you love that stuff. We need each other. Uh, what is drain? What drains me? Mm, I don't know. Too much relational interaction. Yeah, too much. Inter- I'm definitely an introvert. Um, cluttered house, probably. Uh, yeah. That that type of stuff drains me. Yeah. Kids that don't listen, but. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the life uh, yeah, of a parent. Totally. Um. Yeah, when things are not routine, I think that drains me. I have to figure stuff out and it takes too long. So, And yet, something that has been draining this year is the thing, the routine <laughs> that we've been in and have to be in with scoliosis therapy and feeling like we're stuck in it. Right. That there isn't any flexibility because we actually thrive on flexibility. Right. So there well. is there is new. Yeah, that's the weird thing. I'm a weird case, too. This is maybe a th- time for therapy for me, but because I love routine in some ways, but then over time I just feel stuck or um, trapped a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird thing. So, so that being said, I do need to think about like looking at next year, making sure I have a little bit more freedom, like maybe this summer to get out and about or whether it's just camping or hiking or doing something, travel, whatever. So it's interesting to take stock of that. But the yep. whole idea is to look at these and say, how can I shape my life, you know, ultimately, like, what has got leading and saying, but how can I shape my calendar, my schedule, vocation, whatever, around these themes that give me life and help me thrive mm-hmm. moving forward? Yep. Um, right. I'm talking a lot, but there's some other questions that we have that uh, often will surface some things. Uh, one of them is, uh, what is the one thing that, what is the one thing you can do Sorry, I wrote this wrong. What is the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier? So it's it's from a book called The One Thing. But it's the idea of, is there one thing that will fuel in this next season, in this 
kind of current status? Is there one thing that will serve everything else? And what, yesterday when we were working through this, the one for me was the Sabbath, and it was at rest. It was a week or a day, not a week, a day, <laughs> a day where I can rest and pause and kind of refill my cup emotionally, physically, whatever, um, and work out of that rest a little bit better, serve my family out of that rest a little bit better. Yep. I think it's the same for me. If we're not doing that, we are not thriving. We're not as healthy. Yeah. And we're, I mean, we're in parenthood with young kids where it just feels frantic a lot and carpooling and kids' homework and work and self two businesses that we're running and all this stuff. So if I'm not resting, if I'm not pausing, mm-hmm. I can feel it. Like last weekend, I didn't have a good rest, and I yeah. felt it. Monday morning, I was exhausted. We were overscheduled, and that Over. affects the whole week. Yep. Yep. And that goes back to the capitals, right? It Can does. I invest my time and calendar into the spiritual formation of who I am and the well-being of who I am? Okay. So that's one other question you could ask. Uh, there's some great books. I reckon, recommend The Five Capitals, The One Thing. Also, there's another book called Big Magic. Did I, have we talked about that? Nope. I need to reread it, but it also is very good for planning and dreaming, that sort of thing. So, Okay. I think that that's good. Yeah. So do some end-of-the-year evaluation and planning. You want me to wrap this up, don't you? I do. You? I want people to continue to come back and listen. Okay. And stop look, listening. Look, our attention spans are 20 minutes. This is... This she is, has a 25-minute. We've, we've gone too far. We've gone over. Do some planning. Take some time away. Get a babysitter. Go hang out with your spouse and talk through these questions and, and start thinking about what helps you thrive and how you can begin to shape your life intentionally for the future. So... All right, everybody. Okay, thanks for joining us. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.